0: Welcome to our Worship Facility podcast, live from CFX. Facilities maintenance and staff management, time for a clean sweep. I'm Gene Lass, editor of Worship Facility, here with Joe Precup. Joe, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Well, thank you, Gene. As he said, my name's Joe Precup. I'm not a professional speaker, but I have what I believe is a unique work experience. While I've been in the janitorial business for the last 37 years, presently working with DTK Facility Services... DTK found its niche market serving uh, 140 churches and private schools over the last 25 years. I've also served on the Second Baptist Church facility team in Houston uh, 30 years this month, both as an employee and a contractor.
0: Well, with uh, facilities maintenance and staff management, it's a lot going on with both of those fields. I've been in the cleaning industry, I've been a manager for a long time, You have goals you have to make, and with worship facilities, you're always expected to be kind, uh, yet you still have things you have to do. The church and the grounds have to be maintained, and the staff have to work up to a standard. Sometimes they're volunteers, and sometimes they're paid staff, but you still need to get them going in the right direction. How do you combine those worlds and meet those goals?
1: Well, I tried to combine that into an acronym called SWEEP, so I'll just walk you through the... The clean sweep here. So, uh, sweep stands for servant behaviors, weighing each aspect, examining each person, exploring new opportunities, and partnering with the right people. So, uh, servant behaviors flow both ways in a dynamic relationship. And my past experience with vendor customer relationships, has been combative. No one wins in that type of situation. You know, it's. I think it's really important for. As an employee serves an employer, so should the employer serve the employee. You know, employees and vendors exhibiting pride, integrity, and the desire for a long-term relationship crave work that's fun, rewarding, and uh, full of value. You know, the operation of a facility is an important ministry of the church for several reasons, but one of which is because you're dealing with humans, uh, humans that you see as a leader of the church. Remember, I think one of the things they've forget as leaders of the church, is uh, people look up to you. You know, your figureheads, how you respond can make a difference in someone's day. You know, a motto I really like, the life you live is the lesson you leave.
0: That's very good. I was just reminded yesterday of um, the role of worship leaders and pastors. They're held to a higher standard, and yes, we're all human, and it can be difficult to do anything, but you have to keep that in mind. Your responses matter the example you lead is an important one.
1: Exactly. Which goes into my next weighing each aspect. Weighing each aspect of your business or ministry allows for new insights. Weighing means being open-minded to new ideas. I recommend you build strong relationships with experts and consider outsourcing services because both these practices will allow you to focus on your ministry, thus allowing those professionals to do what they're good at. You know, when you have uh, in-house operations, a time to consider outsourcing. Because when this is done right, you can concentrate on your ministry, thus allowing your vendor to do what they do best. You know, every industry has a measurement for their standards. There's no way you can know all those standards. So way back in my early management days, I was told to hire to my weakness. So you can do this by hiring a vendor or find someone with the background your weekend. So uh, going into examining each person, this is really to ensure that employees meet minimum industry standards, and this will open up avenues for balanced staffing for you. So examining really means look at how you're currently doing your business. You know, Analyzing the job function required against the performance of an employee usually reveals untapped time and talent. I bet there are many people on your staff that you don't have any idea what their true capabilities are. No. And uh, another analogy comes from the book Good to Great by Jim Collins, which I highly recommend you read. First, you have to get your team on the bus, but more importantly, you have to make sure that each person is on the right seat of that bus.
0: That yeah, was an, a great example from the book. I just reread that, and it's as the leader, you have to say the bus is going this direction and you have to help make sure the right people are on the bus and that they're all helping the bus get there. And that if they're not helping you get there in the right direction, you have to help them get off the bus.
1: Exactly. You know. So do not let another year go by doing the same thing year in and year out. When you have accountability, you have excellence.
0: That was another great thing I learned about management is if you have the question of, Why do we do things this way? The answer should not be because we've always done it that way. You should always know exactly why you're doing something.
1: Exactly, Gene. So your other opportunity is exploring new opportunities from industries or other ministries. One of the questions I like to ask is, when is the last time you visited a comparable institution? You want to work with like-minded organizations. You know, listening to these ideas and sharing information leads to innovations in your own scope of influence. Then uh, partnering with the right people is, or the right company is extremely important. You want to look for a partner that has experience in working with churches because there's difference in serving a church versus an office building. You know, a partner who has experience in churches can connect you with different organizations as you explore and open doors that create mentoring, advising, cooperating, and sharing of information.
0: I think sharing information is important. Uh, It goes back to your point of when's the last time you visited a comparable institution. We're worship facilities, we're churches, we're supposed to be guiding people and saving them. It's a calling. You may have another church in your same town, but it doesn't mean you're competitors. You should be working together for the same goals.
1: Exactly. Sam Walton from uh, Walmart, he believed in, uh, what was his word, Uh, stealing ideas from all his competitors. He would make his employees go and shop and learn their merchandising and their stocking and their secret methods. And he was never ashamed of taking those ideas from the (laughs) competitors. Uh, Yeah, I would like to say something about all the people attending. You know, you guys have one of the hardest jobs out there. You cannot run a church as a business or you have no ministry. And you can't run it as a total ministry because you'll have no money. (laughs) My question is, does anybody have a music department out there in their church? You know, a motto uh, that I live by, a famous pastor in Houston, Dr. Ed Young once said, and I'll never forget, if your activity does not have a hook for Jesus Christ in it, don't do it. And just to kind of wrap up, you know, a clean sweep positions you for a fun, frantic fall. Truly take time for evaluation and development. Discover servant relationships to find the right people to partner. Create ways for employees to shine by giving them achievable expectations. Take time to examine your facility, or as one of my mentors said, inspect what you expect. Go learn something new. Remember to begin or renew your cross-connections, and resolve to be the partner God intended.
0: Those are great words to live by, and I think that we can all learn from those. Thank you very much for that, and thank you for attending. We'll see you live at CFX. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our Worship Facility podcast. In our next episode, we'll have How Not to Hate Your Church Management Software with Elliot Wood. Thanks again for listening. To our Worship Facility podcast, I'm Gene Lass, Editor of Worship Facility.